You're listening to the 515 Podcast, led by Pastor John Wayne McMahon with Kingwood United Methodist Church in Kingwood, Texas. Thanks for downloading. Hi there, welcome to the 515 Podcast. Uh, this is Jason Priestmeyer, joined, as always, by Reverend John Wayne McMahon. John, how are you doing today, sir? I'm fantastical. Awesome. Looking sharp there in your tuxedo <laughs> and your no. fancy attire. No. People, no, people yeah, online people could see us now, so <laughs> right. uh, you can't lie to them. That's right. Um, it's the magic of... I'm still on paternity um, leave, and so this is my, I didn't go to work today. Well, me too. Wardrobe. I worked from home today. Oh, nice. And this is why I always look kind of ugh, on That's Tuesdays good. when you come here. It's, it's yeah. not because I dress down for you, it's because this is just how I do. Yeah. So uh, I'm glad you're you're enjoying it. I think did you have a good day today? I did. It was pretty good. Yeah. It wasn't too bad, but it was like... One of those days where I'm like, man, I just need to work from home and just kind of sit right over there as comfortable as possible. Yeah. And I had just enough work that when it was done, oh, my boss might be watching this. I was very busy all day long. Very busy. <laughs> my boss might be watching, a.k.a. my wife. I held the baby all day today. We, That's good. We learned things. And then she came Worked on ABCs. Work? We started reading a really? little bit. Yeah. Well, That's it's awesome. coming. Yeah. Well, we'll have to get him on the show next week and maybe he can say a few words. Uh, or maybe roll over. Is he rolling over yet? Uh, yeah, he is a little bit. There, we'll do that on yeah. camera. Um, so uh, the reason we're streaming live today, we've talked about this in the pre-show, but this is for the people who are listening in their cars yeah. and on the way to work and commuting, yeah. um, is that we're approaching our one-year anniversary. Right. And we wanted to do something a little special for that occasion. Right. Uh, and that seems to, uh, everything's kind of calling out to us that maybe we should uh, do some live video and some live uh, listener interaction, and um, hey, let's try it. Let's see how it works out. Maybe it'll work, and we'll we'll yeah do it a lot. Yeah, the pressure's on, Jason. Uh, what we're gonna do for the one year is hopefully hopefully do a live broadcast uh, with a bunch of guests uh, from the community and from from KUMC and stuff like that. So be on the lookout for more advertisement coming up on that. Um, I I come up with the dream and make Jason try to figure out how to get the technology yes. there. So <laughs> we'll see if we can me. make it work. It really does. Uh, so, uh, like I said, we're monitoring the comments. If you are uh, at a place right now, uh, tonight on Tuesday night, where you yeah. can hop in and join us, and you have any questions or comments uh, about how we do this podcast, uh, more importantly, uh, what the sermon was about last week, and any thoughts that that really sparked in you and you want to share that we can kind of, maybe a question we can answer yeah. and go deeper in that. That's what kind of the nature of the 515 podcast is all about. So Yeah, 515 started, uh, again, almost a year ago, and it was based off of our Saturday night 515 service, mm-hmm. where we realized that the question format where that allowed us to, as a community, go a little bit deeper, um, that what, what took place in that service was really neat. We wanted to hold on to that and take that into another place, and so that's where this podcast was kind of dreamed out of, and, and really the Lord had put this on your heart, uh, Jason, yep. and kind of lined both of us up when we started thinking about this in different ways. And so really neat um, to think back a year ago, as we a little over a year ago, as we were dreaming about this and seeing yeah. how this would go. And now now we have our very own studio in this big That's old right. office. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know I like to call these the uh, 515 studios. And, and I really want to get some branding and maybe some posters or yeah. some sort of well, signs up. This works I have now. to start. Yeah. The uh, podcast on the air sign is out of camera shot right now unfortunately <laughs> so that was very poor planning on my part i'll talk to my set uh, dresser about that yeah uh so let's actually get started let's um yeah. uh 
tell it, fill us in. I noticed that you looked very different this Sunday, uh, up giving the sermon. Yeah. So can you, maybe you can explain that for the pe- people who missed it. Yeah. Um, and kind of, let's just recap what, what the message was about and, and dive into it. Yeah, perfect. So, um, the past, this past week and this coming week, I took the Sundays off so that, um, I could take a couple weeks from, from preparing sermons as I'm taking time out of the office for this paternity leave. Mm-hmm. Um, as most of y'all know, I've got a got a three-month-old going on, four-month-old now, and so um, wasn't able in the chaos to take the paternity leave at the beginning, so we took it right after Easter. It seemed the right time for uh, this amazing staff to help support me so that I could be able to do that and get home and support my wife and, and little one for a little while. Anyways, with that being said, what we did was after Easter, we, we arranged for two guest preachers to come into the vine. And this past week, we were so blessed to have Reverend Mike Wang, who is an associate pastor at Chapelwood United Methodist Church. He's considered a church planner in residence there. I think oh, cool. he's, okay. um, really what that means is he's dreaming of a, a new worship community that mm-hmm. God may do through him and, and through Chapelwood. And so um, he was able to bring in a message that God's really put on his heart. And, and when I was telling him about where we were at and where we were headed and what, what we've been doing in the vine, he said, man, I, I have the perfect message. God has put something on my heart. Um, that's kind of a, kind of a big message for him anyways, in general, that he would love to share with us. And I said, that's exactly what we're going to do. And so, um, this past week, Mike looked at, um, this text from, from Peter where, <clears throat> Peter seems to say that that we are living stones being built together, mm-hmm. that uh, based around the Christ cornerstone, that we are living stones. Um, and what Mike was trying to do is share with us that uh, instead of having words of instruction, um, we need words of identity to remind us of who we are. That's in the general Protestant church. That's also in the United Methodist Church. But I really think it's, it's for all of us, even when we come in on Sunday, a lot of times we need words of identity to be reminded of who we are because we are quick to forget that. Yeah, right. and so um, the force of this message was to consider what it means for Peter to say that we are being built together as stones um, to be the holy temple where, where the spirit dwells. Um, that changes things for uh, how we consider what church is and what church is all about. And now church is no longer a geographic place mm-hmm. or um, something that resides on Sunday morning, but church now becomes a about community and communal living and covenantal um, commitment and being in life with one another and walking alongside each other. And that is not reserved to a time or a place that uh, carries on into all aspects of life. And so Mike was just talking about how he's experienced the presence of God through living stones of people being built together in those moments when he has allowed himself to be vulnerable and to, to love on other people and to pour into others. Um, looks like we've got some other comments. That's that's awesome coming yes. through in a lot of viewers. Yes, so, um, but I think that's an important message for us that Mike shared with us, and one that I'd like for us to discuss a little bit because that is something that we've all talked about, right? Like <laughs> that that the church is not the building, but the church is the people. But yeah. do we really take that seriously? And what if we do, then how does that kind of shift or reorient us uh, to understand discipleship and what we're doing as a community when we're giving ourselves over to watching each other in love? Mm -hmm. Make sense? Yeah, I've I've talked, I've told this story in several different places, and I can't remember now uh, if this is one of them, but that um, 
my my neighbor, my cubicle neighbor at work has got this little sign, his uh, piece of artwork hanging on his wall. It says, Jesus loves you. And that his son drew for him. You know, and it's been there for, uh, I've been there a year and a half, and I, it's been there for as long as I can remember, but I've never approached him about it or asked him about it or, or even commented at all. And, and just a, a couple weeks ago, out of nowhere, we just started having this conversation, and we just all of a sudden connected, you know, about his beliefs and, and, and his spirituality and, and how he came to Christ and 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 just opened up to me. And that, I was like, man, why, what have I, why I've been holding back this whole time, you know? Yeah. You know, so I need to... That reminded me that I need to be um, a, a stone in that church yeah. outside of the building. Right. And because I did, and, and we went with it, yeah. now we've had so many more interactions since then. Yeah. And I've just felt things just exploding and just like opportunities to talk and help and listen and stuff. I'm like, whoa, this is so crazy. Yeah. But that's because, you know, we're, we're you're being the church outside of the church, you know, so. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I really do. I, I think that like um, one of the most important things for, for us to understand is that the, I think the Holy Spirit dwells most fully when we are, or maybe let me say it this way, that the Holy Spirit is most fully manifested within the community of the body of believers. And so while individuals may receive the Holy Spirit or that we are God's children as individuals, we are God's temple and God's um presence when we're together and when we're being united remember that pentecost is right around the corner mm-hmm. and and the holy spirit is poured out as the as the people are gathered together yes in individuals but individuals together and so i think that that's really important and if we can start to shift that a little bit we can start to see uh god do some amazing things uh here at kumc but but also in the general church i mean um I know that buildings are important. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I understand right. that we have facilities uh, to gather for us to gather in and to to worship corporately and things like that. Uh, but we start to turn worship and Sunday morning experience into a product, into something that we consume. Mm-hmm. Uh, preaching wasn't very good this week, mm-hmm. or uh, the band, the music was off, or um, you know, I just, I just, uh, they went too long. You know, yeah. we, we didn't get out of there in time, and and those those are comments about church as a geographical, time oriented space, um, as a product that we consume. Those are not comments about what the church is as mm-hmm. the body of Christ be built together. That's a challenge for me. I mean, I can get stuck in that orientation as well. Um, and I can miss the power of what it means to be put together because now I'm missing opportunities with coworkers or baristas at coffee right. shops or uh, grocery store clerks just to get to know people and, and love people and pour into them. So mm-hmm. uh, I think that's really important. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one thing I really liked was his story, I guess, of how he really I don't know if it was came to faith. He was already, you know, doing this, but he was in a yeah, small group. Yeah, it was in a church he planted. Yeah. Church he planted. Yeah. Okay, or so it was part of planting. It was mm-hmm. a small group in someone's house. Well, that's mm-hmm. where the, the church was. But they broke off into a small room and were kind of having their own little. I don't know if it was actually a small group or a band group. Yeah. But just the the powerful and so perfect how it dovetails into what we're really all about. Yeah. Uh, these days, I mean, the small group movement at Kingwood right. UMC is just exploding, and, and I'm in. I'm seeing it firsthand for a number of places, but uh, hearing his story of how that came to be was just so powerful. Yeah, and um, well, because really it was a testimony of of people being in community with each other, confessing sins, mm-hmm. uh, trusting that God can be a part of that that community, that fellowship, and so. 
all of that where where Mike was taking us last week and I think where where we need to think about and, and even those that are listening and following along right now wh- what does it mean to be a member of a church what does mm-hmm. it mean to right. be a member of a community to be vulnerable with each other what does it mean to say membership vows into a community because I wonder if you know if we're kind of misunderstood this or gotten it wrong because what we're going to talk about in the next several weeks as we get into the next sermon series is church membership is not a uh, gym membership. It's not <laughs> It's not somewhere where we join so that we can receive benefits. Uh-huh. It is a covenantal commitment that we are making so that um, we are committing ourselves to one another. And I wonder how... how how well we understand what it is to commit to one another, mm-hmm. to be there with our prayers and our presence and our gifts and our service and, a, and our witness. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's that's when we start talking about vows and being in relationship with each other, that's when we start understanding a little bit more, I think, of what Peter's talking about when he says that we're living stones being built together upon the cornerstone of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Make sense? Yeah. So, um, so let's. You just quoted part of the vows, and I yeah. remember them because we have in the back we have the slide that's like enabled whatever the you know if someone comes up and says I want to yeah. join, like, yeah. bam, we throw those up on the screen, right? So, so they both can recite it, but then the, the congregation, the members can respond to that, right? So that's cool. So, uh, how do how does Kingwood United Methodist Church approach those vows? So KUMC stands in line with with Book of Discipline, kind of how the United Methodist Church lays it out, and and I would suspect, even outside the denomination, there's there's some way of going through some of these covenantal vows. We, first, we start with baptism. Mm-hmm. Baptismal, baptismal vows, understanding our confession of Jesus Christ, that we have died in Christ, have been raised in Christ through the resurrection. That's the foundation of any of the vows that we do. So the marriage vows, like anything else that takes place covenantal within uh, the UMC, the foundation is baptismal. Okay. So membership vows are, uh, do you confess, uh, Are you? will you remain faithful to Jesus Christ um, uh, through the United Methodist Church, through this local church and then the second one is will you support this local church mm-hmm. uh, with your prayers your presence your gifts your witness and your service um, and so then after the the individual being asked those questions affirms those questions then the congregation is asked to renew their vows so to remember those same commitments that they've made and yeah. make them again to these people that are joining and the problem is is not in how we do it the problem is is how we execute those after we walk off the stage mm-hmm. or we finish on a Sunday and part of the and I'll accept responsibility of the, for this I think that uh, we at the church sometimes can get to to lack of days where we're so welcoming we really want people to join the church because we want people to be a part of our community it's not a bad thing that we rush through the importance of what it is to be a part of the church and i think this happens in general but i also think there's an opportunity for us to consider what it means to to stand before god and and a community of believers and say through rich or poor through (laughs) good and bad through uh brokenness and through mountaintop experiences i've got your back and you you got my back and, and I'm going to be there with you. And so we're going to go on a journey to look at that. But this is a, a great opportunity for us to, to discuss those things. So I'm curious, and uh, I'm going to throw a curveball at you. Um, I know that those that vow 
changed a few years back. Yeah. They added they added witness witness to it. Mm-hmm. Can in you, 2008. 2008, okay. Can you talk about that or Yeah, no, yeah, no, I can. The... No, it's it's fine. So I was I was actually looking into it a little bit um today as I'm getting ready for the series and it looks like they added witness cuz the first 3 or the first 4 are mostly inward. Mm, or okay. or so so they thought and so through the general con- I don't want to bore us too much on UMC polity uh, <laughs> but through the delegates the voting delegates of lay and clergy they realized that we should also be committing as a community every time we do these vows to be witnessing to the people that aren't part of the community and so let's let's okay. add a, yeah. another aspect okay. to that oh, yeah. cool all right yeah so uh, why is it so important to understand um, the church being it, the church is actually you know the, I'm doing the finger quotes for those people that aren't on the camera the church being the people but not the build the physical building itself why that distinction we have and why is it so important that we really understand that yeah because I think that Mike Mike said it well our guest preacher last week um, when he talked about what if we talked about marriage that way like oh yes remember that, when he said what yes, if what if so we great. talked about marriage as being reserved to a geography or a time like um yeah over there across the train tracks that's where marriage exists like whenever <laughs> yeah. i get home to my address uh-huh. that's where marriage is or i'm going to go home and do marriage today yeah. instead of understanding that when i enter into marriage it is a covenantal relationship that exists no matter geography or time that it's a commitment that i'm making and so now if the body of christ is is uh is people being added together Christian by Christian. Um, Now this is an understanding that we are being built together as people and that covenant exists all the time and that relationship can happen even when I'm not even with my brothers and mm-hmm. sisters, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm at, as I'm at home in my study and I'm praying for uh, for our congregation and for the people around me and for my family, I can, that I can enter into that because that, that relationship doesn't just exist when I pull into 1799 Woodland Hills and get to <laughs> Kingwood United Methodist. Yeah. Um, that when so-and-so goes into the hospital, I have a responsibility to go and be present there, yeah. uh, to be with them. And so it has nothing to do with a Sunday morning and what's happening. Sunday morning is an opportunity for us to corporately worship and be together. It is so important. Mm-hmm. Uh, but don't restrict it to just an hour long if the preacher gets us out on time and to a geography, because then it becomes a product that we consume rather than a relation, a, a network of relationships being built together. And I think that's that's critical. Yeah, you say it every week it's not how it's it's not how it's how you respond not just here yeah because we're being sent out again you leave those exit those doors and it's just so powerful i I love it every every time so yeah yeah i think that's really important so i have a quote that um is from a orthodox theologian i think this is this is huge it talks about um kind of what i was getting at just a minute ago that understanding that god is with us and god is with us when we're together Mm -hmm. okay not just me god is with us and and i think that understanding corporate that that God communes with us as a body is so important. Um, this is from John Zizoulas. He's a he's a well-known Orthodox theologian. He says, The Holy Spirit is the bond of love, and wherever he blows, he does not create good individual Christians, but persons in communion with God and one another, i.e., he creates a community. It is in this sense that it remains a fundamental and irrefutable truth that the Spirit exists most in the church, the community par excellence, the body of 
Christ, and that all spiritual gifts such as inspiration, charisma, ministry cannot be conceived as possessions of individuals, but can exist only in persons in communion with God and with each other. And so, um, again, Sunday I acknowledge a little bit First John, the very first paragraph, that which was from the beginning that we have touched, that we have heard, that we have seen, that we have um, that we have tasted. The word of life is with us, and the word of life is in our small group. That's a John Wayne International version oh, of nice. it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but we have fellowship with God the Father. We have fellowship with Jesus the Son. So in small group relationships, where I am able to confess my sin, to tell you about the difficult days I had, and allow you to do the same in me and to speak truth over each other in those relationships. That is where we experience the outpouring of the Holy Spirit uh, to build us together as living stones, and that's where the church resides. Awesome stuff. Shout out. We got a lot of people watching. Yeah, um, so hey, Brittany. Yeah, uh, that's my cousin Brittany. Love you. Awesome. Yeah, thanks. Sir. But a lot of people watching. If you have any questions or comments, any of this is resonating with you, uh, please don't hesitate to chime in. Yeah, it's one of the hardest parts for me is coming up with uh, – I would say intelligent questions, but I, I've given up trying to do that. Just any kind of question, <laughs> I think, that kind of pushes the conversation along. So uh, let's say hi to Oguita, too. And uh, we've yeah. got Martha and oh, Chris Harrison showed up. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, a lot of people watching. Yes, Natalie Patterson. All right. Um, so, yeah, this is very distracting now that I'm actually, oh, that's I've right. got stuff to watch. Abby, okay. Um, that's a great question. She's actually, she missed the very beginning. How's the podcast on paternity leave? you got to go to the beginning. You've got to rewind. Uh, this will be available on demand. Uh, we'll just tease that. This Also, um, the only way to actually hear the answer to that question is to share this on your timeline yeah. after the video's over. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is, I guess, a good time to, let's look forward to um, Where we're headed. The next, the next series or the next. I know we have another guest uh, this weekend. Yeah, guest uh, in the vine. Week. Chris mm-hmm. is going to be in the in the sanctuary as normal, right? He's not yeah. on leave with you, right? No, he's not. I didn't think so. With me. <laughs> uh, so, but but what's beyond that? The next. Uh, so this series. coming week in the vine, don't miss out. Uh, I'll be there to to kind of to host and celebrate communion with you all. Uh, but don't miss it. A good friend of mine, Daniel Lumpy, is coming. He's an associate pastor from Christ United Methodist in College Station, okay. um, and so. He's coming in to, um, to talk to us about being in transition. And being in transition is uh, is something that our church understands right now. I was talking to him this week. So true, right? and. And um, he was he was telling me these are a few messages God was kind of tossed around in his mm-hmm. head. And I said, dude, you got to talk about what it means to be in transition uh, because uh, this church has been nothing but transition for over a year. And so yes. we understand what that means and, and to to want to move past something and look forward to what God may do. And so please don't miss out this week. I think we'll be um, just filled again by, by our brother Daniel. And then the week after that, we're going to move into a new series that looks, looks at these membership vows. So exactly what we're talking about, okay. um, what it means to commit to each other, to be in a in a membership covenant, to um, commit our prayers, our presence, our gifts, our witness, and our service to each other. Um, what what does that actually mean? What are, Those words sound great. They can be buzzwords, yeah. uh, but what does that mean? And then we're going to end with an with a opportunity for folks to join. There's a lot of people who have been in our community for a long time, and mm-hmm. really, we probably haven't done a great job of, of communicating what exactly it is to be a member of, of KUMC, and so we want to give you that opportunity um, to do that because, listen, y'all, and uh, like I've experienced God more in one hour with 
men and women that I've been in small group with Mm -hmm. and been open to how God's moving and acting my life than I have in years of just uh, marginal church going. Okay. So when we give ourselves to these vows and we actually end, uh, we actually enter into covenantal relationship with, uh, with each other, where we're vulnerable, where we confess sin, where we speak truth, where we, um, celebrate and encourage, where we go and serve those things. Uh, that's where we're going to find, uh, that's where we're going to find God showing up in some incredible ways. And so if you have any questions about how to get plugged into that, please let us know. Um, what else do we need to say? New music director. Oh, yeah. New music Sunday? director starts this Sunday. Ryan Stuckman. He's somewhere between Pennsylvania and here now, I think. I wanted to actually uh, call him on the phone and, and like get yeah. him on the live on the podcast, but I figured for driving safety purposes, reasons. We, yeah, yeah. It was better if, if we didn't yeah, probably uh, cause wise. him to have a wreck and run into a ditch somewhere on the Yeah. Way. So he'll be here this Sunday. His wife will join next Sunday. Um Listen, uh, make sure you subscribe to the 515 podcast. If you go to Podbean or the iTunes uh, podcast app, Mm -hmm. you can search for Kingwood UMC and you'll find the traditional channel. You'll find the Vine sermon channel and you'll find the 515 uh, channel. And you can subscribe to all those so you can get our sermons, but also this this midweek conversation that takes place. Um, Any questions you have, you can comment on here and we will uh, get into it later on. Um, We may even respond to them in our next next episode, or you can email us at podcasts at Mm kingwoodumc.org and we'll We'll get to those as well. If you absolutely want to, you can bring your phone to me on Sunday. Uh, I'll be in the back of the divine. Yeah, help you subscribe. And I will help you <laughs> yeah. subscribe to the podcast. Yeah. Um, because um, it is something that I spend a lot of time working on. And, but um, every day that someone tells me that they've listened to it, it blows me away. <laughs> and every time they say that they uh, got value of it and really enjoyed it, that um, I still can't believe it. But it does happen. So. Uh, quick shout out to Matt Pierce, who's in Matt my Pierce. band group. Yeah, uh, actually, that um, uh, I do every Thursday night. So, hey, Matt, how's it going? So, uh, let's put a bow on it. I'm am st- having fun now, looking at all no. the people who's joining. Everybody's joining. <laughs> no, there's, we're, oh, there's Jane Stuckman. We were just talking about her husband. Yeah, she's not driving between Pennsylvania and here. Good, because otherwise, shame on you she's for being coming on the Facebook. next week. Yeah. Next week, all right. <laughs> all right, listen, uh, thank you for listening and uh, watching along. Uh, we're praying for you guys. I really, really am praying for all of our listeners at 515 all the time. And so uh, God bless you all, and we'll talk to you later. All right, thanks a lot. Bye. Bye.